<laughs> yeah, my name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Lofu Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where in the world you are, we're going to have a grand time. This podcast is called A Fear of Missing Out. I want to get straight into this, yeah? When I came up with that name, it just popped into my head. I don't know, I must have been living under a rock or something. I mentioned to my lady that I was gonna do this podcast because I think I have a few things to say about this subject and because I see this all the time right it's just a common occurrence to me when I'm moving around and doing my classes and watching tv and so forth I'm seeing this fear this um uh, this fear of missing out thing going on it's pretty self-evident in people now when I put this to my lady, she says, I spoke to her, she said, Noel, you know this is actually a thing. I said, what do you mean it's a thing? Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. They've made an acronym, FOMO, F-O-M-O. I said, you kidding me? She said, yeah, I, where you been, Noel? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I, did, I gotta say, I didn't know this. So I quickly looked up some books on it and some podcasts, some other people's podcasts and YouTube and stuff. This is all over the place. FOMO is a thing, all right. It's a huge thing. Where do I go with this? I, I decided, do I not do this subject anymore because it's been covered left, right and center? Or do I just do it and put my own spin on it? You know, I like to put my own spin on things. So I decided to go full steam ahead because I did mention it on Thursday's show. So I guess you're expecting it unless have this discussion. But with all the research and stuff that I did, I came out none the wiser, really. In fact, I came out more confused than I did when I decided I wanted to dive into this subject. There are two main things I want to talk about here. Well, they're actually, one's a story and one is just an observation I've got real close to my home and close to my heart. And I want to use this second observation as an example of how to deal with this if you suffer with this and suffering is a is a a bit of a stretch I've got to say there's a lady that comes to my class Lindsay if you listen to this podcast I think she listens to this podcast but I'm not going to give out a second name but Lindsay you know who you are we had a discussion she had jury service not so long ago and in the Old Bailey wow that's a big court here in the UK in London if you go to Old Bailey, you've done some naughty stuff. But she was doing jury service there. She was doing. She did three weeks. And the minute she went in, they had to take their mobile phones. Now, I didn't know they did this. I guess it stands to reason because I did jury service, but it was way, way, way back on the old school phones. So it was over 10 years. The iPhone 10, I think, is had its 10-year anniversary. I can't believe that was 10 years ago. I was in L.A. when that phone was launched. Um, I didn't go to the launch, mind you, but I was in L.A. Nevertheless, training with my man, Billy Blanks, which I'll go and see sometime soon. And so, I, yeah, that's over 10 years ago. It'd be 11 years now. So when I did jury service, it was before that, and I had the old school phone. I think I had some flip the razor I think I had the that's the that was the phone at the moment at the time there and I was on a service called three I'm still on the three network we got here in in the UK anyway Lindsay did jury service 
And she said they had to take the mobile phones. I think I said that already. But here's the thing. All the guys and girls on the jury service couldn't concentrate without their phones. It was like they were on drugs. Lindsay's an older woman and she wasn't born with a phone in her mouth like the millennials are now. So she was able to deal with that and cope with it quite well. But all the other people, they were shuffling around, running around, headless chicken type thing, not knowing what to do because they didn't have their phones. They, they couldn't check their Twitter, their Instagram, their Facebook, couldn't make their calls, receive their, t get their text messages, all the things they do, play their games on it. So it was quite bizarre. And she said, at the end of the day, when they received their phones, when they got their phones back, they were all on those phones, tapping away, swiping, scrolling, turning, spinning. What she told me was quite incredible, really. And I could imagine it. I wasn't there myself. But I, I've got a vivid imagination and I put myself there and then in her shoes. So I was able to get a good picture and a good account on what she was talking about. But here's the thing, right? I have a daughter, a daughter, stepdaughter. My lady's daughter, I should say. She's 15, Lydia. Now, 15, she, Lydia's a good child. She just keeps herself to herself and does her own thing. Her mother's brought her up really well. I wouldn't take up with a woman who had adolescent bad children because I've got my own kids. I have, I have to you know, put my own kids in check and I don't want to do it to someone else's. I think that's the case here. You know, that's the situation. Anyway, Lydia's a good girl. She just keeps herself to herself and don't concern herself with many things that are going on. FOMO, which is <laughs> that name, fear of missing out. She don't, she won't, Lydia won't have that. She doesn't have it now and she won't ever have it now. Because like my mum said to me years ago, if you're there, you're there. If you're not there, I don't concern myself with who isn't there. And, you know, what are you missing out on? What is so important out there that you have to are you an onlooker I've mentioned this I mentioned this in the other podcast are you an onlooker are you one of these people when you see an accident you have to go and watch when I'm driving my car and there's an accident on the opposite side of the road the traffic I could understand the traffic being backed up on the side of the road that the accident's on but on my side where I'm I'm going about my own business and there's nothing going on there the traffic is backed up equally the same now, people just want to look at something for the heck of looking at it. If I can't do anything about it, i.e. I can't go and help and deploy my first aid, then I'm going to travel on on my own merry ways because I've, I'm an interesting guy. I am the most interesting person in this world. You are the most interesting person in this world to you. So why am I looking at other things? Nothing else interests me. I don't need to have a fear of missing out. But this is not about me. This is about you all out there. Do you think in World War II, those people had a fear or any military person? Do you think they have a fear of missing out? They deal with what they're here and now, what's going on here and now. Yes, they plan their military strategy in order to succeed in what they're doing. But a fear of missing out? They've got other fears to contend with. I'll tell you that for now, for free. And somebody who's in prison... Do you think they have a fear of missing out? I don't think so. Let me tell you this. Believe it or not, the main sufferers of fear of missing out are people between the age of 20 
and 38. Now, why is this? Because at that age, what, what are you doing? You're partying, you're gaining new friends, you've got a new job, you've bought a new home, or you're moving into a new home, rented or bought. These things all contribute to the fear of missing out. So, you've been invited to a party. You've got to go because you think you're going to miss out. Let me tell you this. Every party I've been to where people say, it's going to be good, it's going to be amazing, it's going to be wonderful. And I said this to my lady recently when we um, were not going to go to a gathering. And I forced myself to go. Now, coming back, when people say the party's going to be amazing, going to be good, going to be wonderful, it never is. It's always an anticlimax, a downfall. And it's the opposite. When people say, hey, you know what, That's when you say to yourself, I don't really want to go, it's not going to be that good, get yourself out that door and go. Because they're the ones that are amazing. I don't know if it's the expectation, but that's what FOBO tends to come down to, expectation. You think there's something going on bigger than what is actually happening. Look at your own life. Don't think the grass is greener on the other side. Water your own grass. Everything you've got going inside you, make it happen. That's what Lydia does. Lydia's a very placid person. She doesn't concern herself with things outside of her control. I go and teach a class occasionally when it comes to Easter, Christmas, summer holidays, you know, times like that. My class numbers are low. And I will walk into a class which has a capacity of 45 people, but this particular time, I've got one person that walks into the class. There's always going to be a few more running in late. You know those latecomers. But I'll have no more than five people in the class. Now, the first lady that comes in, three minutes before the class starts, I'm there already and set up and or, or good to go. They'll, you could guarantee they'll say to me, where is everybody? Do you know what my saying is every time? I don't concern myself with who is not here. I concern myself with who is here. I can't teach who's not there. Who is in front of me is all I care about. That's the person that I am going to coach mentally, physically, spiritually. So when you come to this FOMO thing, fear of missing out, unless you have a mental illness, you need to dig down deep and control that sucker. Like the man who's been incarcerated, in prison, sent on military service, or woman. Don't want to be sexist now. <laughs> yeah, because there are many girls out there that give a great account of themselves. Have you ever been to Israel? Well, the girls out there, because they've got to do national service, and they're, they're hot, they look amazing, and they're fierce as well. Wouldn't want to mess around with them, but I'm diversing now, I'm going off track. But hey, I want to, run, I want to come to a conclusion on this. So, how do we deal with it? I've just given you a few ways on how you can deal with that, but I'm just going to elaborate on a little bit more. Don't take my stuck in friend. My mother always told me that. Friends will let you down. You've got a few good ones, stick with them, but generally friends will let you down. This Facebook thing, right? You go on Facebook. I'm not, I told you earlier on, I told you on the last podcast or the podcast before that, that I don't do Facebook and I've come off it. I need to do my, my media's stuff for my business 
but I'm more on Instagram. I find Instagram a little less intrusive. You could put your stuff on, no one talks a load of rubbish and you don't have to listen to stuff, you don't have to look at stuff, put your stuff on and walk away from it. That's what I want. Facebook it hooks you in too much. It, you know, whether you're addicted or not, it, it's like a first. You're thirsty and you just got to down this. And as soon as you open that Facebook page, even me, and I'm a real strong-willed person, when I go into Facebook, I'm all looking at this and looking at that and it's just taking up time. I don't want to give it. So I don't do Facebook anymore. A lady to lady the other day said to me, why don't I do Facebook? And she was trying to convince me why Facebook, how Facebook and Instagram um, have their pros minus, minus and plus. I said to her I wasn't interested because... I don't mind people who use Facebook. If you want to use Facebook, hey, that's fine. It's good. That's your thing. I'm really happy for you. I'm just saying I do not choose to use it. I'm off that. So, um, yeah, there'll be a post every now and again, but I find it uh, a poison garden, and I don't want to be part of that anymore. And I feel a better person for it. Anyway, come off the Facebook thing. So you all need to be like Lydia, a little bit like Lydia. And Lydia's philosophy is that I don't give a damn. When it comes to things and being nosy about stuff, just don't give a damn. Yeah? It's a good attitude to have. She couldn't care less. Don't wean yourself off this thing. Go cold turkey. Just go bam. I am not going to be a victim of FOMO. I am not interested with what's going on out there. The most important thing in my life is me and mine. That means the same we use here in the UK. You and your family or you and your close ones. That's important. The other stuff does not matter. Be strong. Only you can control you. No one else is going to do that. Yes, you see the path ahead. Only you can take those steps and walk towards your goal don't walk away from it thursday's episode is called secure your life with apple now it's not a tech show i know but there's some pretty interesting things i want to talk to you about and just stay with it yeah come back on thursday and join me i had a conversation with again another one of my students so i want to clear up a few things and just cut to the chase and stop the myth and help you out on this one also look i love speaking to you y'all take care and i'll see you on thursday bright and early both